This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. listening to MPB's Season Pass. I'm Liz Gill here with Jay White, and we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast. Um, We got our numbers back, and Season Pass needs your help. So uh, if you download from iTunes or Google Music, consider subscribing to MPB's Season Pass as one of your podcasts. Now I'd like to welcome to the show Mike Ivey. He's the commissioner for the State Games of Mississippi's Martial Arts Division, and that's a fun way for citizens to come together this summer and they compete in all sorts of sports. Thanks for coming on the show with us, Mike. Thanks for having me. Before we talk about the state games, tell me about yourself. You're a martial arts instructor? Uh, Yes, ma'am. My martial arts instructor was uh, actually my dad, Roger Ivey. Uh Um, He he done karate from a young age and when I got old enough, I started um, at the age of seven doing uh, Shotokan karate under his instruction. What is Shotokan? Shotokan karate. Shotokan karate is a Japanese style of karate, and the word karate actually means empty hand. So you know, there's no weapons involved or anything like that. It's just just your uh, your body using your body as a weapon. Where do you teach? I, I currently teach at uh, Enterprise Mississippi and also at Rush, Russell Christian Academy in Meridian, Mississippi. What all kinds of different forms of martial arts do you teach at your studio? Do you call it a studio? Some people do, but the uh, Japanese term for studio would be dojo. Dojo. Which, which uh, literally means like a classroom. Oh, okay. So what do you teach at your dojo? I teach Shotokan Karate, which is a Japanese martial art. And uh, it's just all empty hand combat. We do uh, self-defense. We do kata, which uh, the English name for that would be forms. And we also do kumite, which is sparring. So there's different different aspects of the martial arts, you know, and people take karate for various reasons. Some just like the exercise and the conditioning of your body, and some like it for the self-defense aspect, and others like it for the uh, competition part of the martial arts. So what are the age of some of your uh, competition individuals? I have competitors from age 5 to 45. You know, we teach kids and adults alike. I start the youngest that I'll take a kid is four years old, so I have some four-year-olds in the dojo as well. What do you think that Shotokan karate brings to you? Well, it's been a part of my life, you know, since I was uh, at a young age. Like I said, I started at age seven, and this helped me throughout my teenage years and still helps me as an adult. The main thing that, you know, I think that people should get out of karate is discipline. Mm -hmm. And so it teaches you, you know, how to be disciplined, and it teaches you how to work for things, you know, that that you need to work for. So one, one 
once you graduate from high school and go to college or apply for the, a new job position or something like that, you know how what it takes to to achieve that because you learn dedication and and, and you have that uh, discipline through karate to see it through and not to just give up and, and quit whenever it may get a little hard. <laughs> I think everybody needs that. <laughs> yes, ma'am. How popular do you feel the sport, uh, the different sports are in Mississippi? It's um, it's pretty popular. Um, I will say that it's not as popular as maybe on the West Coast or maybe in the northern part of the United States, but it's growing in popula- popularity um, a pretty good bit, uh, especially now karate is now a uh, Olympic sport, which is uh, is new. The first uh, karate will be in the Olympics for the first time in 2020 in Tokyo, Japan. Oh, okay. So there, there, there are a lot of, uh, you know, different opportunities coming about because of that. Uh, just a few examples is, you know, now you can start to have karate teams at universities, which, you know, once that happens, you'll be able to start, you know, possibly getting scholarships just like for you would for football or baseball or anything like that. When you have competitions, do you make hard contact with people? Okay, so there's different types of competition. Um, the Olympic-style karate is sport karate. The, the contact is not full contact. It's very safe. Um, you know, just me personally, you know, I've done karate for over 30 years now, and the biggest injury that I had was a uh, broke nose one time. Oh, yikes. <laughs> but that was one time after right. years. Right. Other than that, you know, you know nothing. Um, and, and they're real big on... Um, on contact because, you know, everybody's a lot more aware now of concussions and, and things like that that we wasn't so much aware of in the past. So they're really, you know, really big on the contact to keep, you know, that type of stuff down and that way um, the kids don't get injured. You know, we teach control in the dojo. So when we spar, you know, you're not trying to punch through the opponent. You're just trying to score. I guess a good way to put it would be like a game attack. Uh-huh. So you just want to, you know, I mean, you want to throw it with full speed and full power, but you have that control to be able to stop it one inch from their nose or, or, or wherever. So it's a, a really safe sport. The state games, I'm, I'm just crazy about the idea of Mississippians being able to, well, I'm a competitive person, but to be able to compete with others around the state. Tell us about the events and how people can participate in the state games. Okay. Um, anyone can participate in the state games. Uh, we run USA Karate rules. So, you know, to get the rules for competition, you would just need to go to usakarate.org and, and you would get a full list of the rules for the Kata competition and the Kumite competition. So we use that format, and the reason we use that format is that's the uh, United States Olympic Committee's rules. So that's the way the rules will be in the actual Olympics. So that's the, the format that, that we follow. I understand that there are different divisions, um, a beginner, novice, intermediate, and advanced. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, for, for the local level, such as the state games, you don't have to have like a birth certificate in, in proof of your age. Because, you know, normally we don't have any any problems with that. You know, if somebody was to question it, then, then obviously, you know, you would need to show us proof. But we don't have any problems with that. So we have, you know, a beginner, a novice, an intermediate, and advanced level. So we don't be in each dojo and each karate instructor, depending on what style of karate you do, you know, belt ranks may be different from one dojo to the next. So, in other words, if somebody has a blue belt, well, in one dojo, that may be their first belt. In another dojo, that may be their fourth belt. So, the way we do it is by years of experience. Okay. You're a beginner if you've been doing karate less than one year. We have it separated by age, and then we also have the boys' division, then the girls' division, the men's division, and the women's division. So, it's uh, separated by age and gender. How popular uh, are the state games in the martial arts in Mississippi? Did you have many entrants last year? Do you think there'll be many this year? I think so. It's, gro- it, it, it's growing each year, and that's our goal, obviously, is to to have it grow each year. But the first year that we've done it, and I think it would have been five years ago, I think we had 75 competitors for our first year. And, um, and then it's grown a little each year. I think last year we had 125, I believe, if I may be off a little bit, but I think it's 125 competitors last year. My goal for this year is 150 competitors. Well, fantastic. But with, uh, you know, 10 age groups and four divisions, uh, uh, you know, maybe everyone would get a participation medal. <laughs> right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We give medals first through third place. And also, the uh, first through third place winners also qualify for the State Games of America, which is um, the whole United States. So they would be allowed to also compete in the martial arts competition for the State Games of America, which is a pretty nice thing to be able to do. So it's also a qualifier for that. Sounds like a good excuse for a vacation. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> for sure, and, and like I say, it's fun to watch, you know. And and I, don't, and I don't know if you've ever been to a karate competition, but it's the atmosphere is totally different than what you see at other sporting events. You know, it's, it's just in one being, you know, it's not necessarily a uh, a team sport. It's more individual. It's a little different when you get out there and you got 200 people watching you do a kata. You know, so all eyes is just on you and not several different people. It helps, you know, to be able to overcome that in competition as far as your nerves and to be able to stay focused and and to concentrate on, you know, the task at hand. Well, and the the two forms remind us again what a what is kata and kumite. Okay, kata is form. So basically what kata is, a set routine of all different types, blocks, kicks, punches, stance, stances, and things like that. So basically the best way to explain it is it's like you're fighting an imaginary opponent. So when you go through these forms, you're in your mind you envision that you're actually blocking somebody's punch or blocking somebody's kick and then, you know, following up with a with an attack. Would Tai Chi and be something like that? It, it's similar. So the, the techniques that they use in Tai Chi for breathing and, and different things like that can be used for self-defense. Okay. 
guess, ma'am. So basically, we spend you know a lot of time on kata because you get that muscle memory of doing the block correctly or doing the punch correctly. And then once you've done that for several years, then you actually get to start learning, you know, the what we what we call in the dojo is bunkai, which is the application of the move. So basically, the bunkai is you know somebody comes and grabs you around the neck and this is the move that to defend against that that's in the kata or or you know for example if somebody you know punches to the head then you use this block and then you can use this counter and the kumite okay the kumite kumite i'm sorry kumite. no that's okay the kumite is uh sparring so it's the point sparring that i was talking about earlier with the controlled sparring so you have a chance to score one point two points or three points with a technique all punches are one point all kicks to the body are two points and then head kicks and sweeps and takedowns are three points and you run depending on your age you run a minute 30 second round or two-minute rounds. So normally 12, uh, 11 and under is a minute and a half and 12 and above is two-minute rounds. And you have five judges and they all have flags. So when somebody scores a point, they'll throw the flag. So so one side's red, one side's blue. So the side on blue will wear blue gloves and a blue belt. The side on red will wear red gloves and a red belt. And the judges will have a red and blue flag. Each judge has a red and blue flag. So whoever scores the point, if red scores, then they throw the, the flag for red. So so, and then if it's one point, they throw the flag low. If it's two points, they throw it parallel. And if it's three points, they throw it high. That way you can differentiate in what level of technique it was as far as if it was one point, two points, or three points. Well, now we know, so we'll be able to, to follow along. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mike, we've really enjoyed talking with you. Now, the, the state games of Mississippi are coming up. Uh, what's the registration window for folks getting their applications in to participate? Okay, registration opens April 23rd, and you can register online at stategamesofmississippi.org, or you can mail in your registration. So you could go to the website and print out the registration form and mail it to the State Games office in Meridian, and the address and everything is there on the website. And you have up to the uh, Wednesday before the tournament, May 30, to uh, register. Well, and we'll have the the address and the website on our website. Thanks for being on our show, Mike Ivey, Commissioner for the State Games of Mississippi Martial Arts Division. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is MPB Season Pass on Think Radio with Liz Gill. I'm Jay White. Thank you so much for listening to uh, some of the interviews that uh, a couple of the interviews we've had over the years that we found really, really entertaining. Um, so there's stuff coming up. The WNBA draft begins tonight in New York City, Liz. And, Pretty uh, neat. Yeah, the consensus mock drafts have Victoria Vivians going in the first or second rounds but maybe as high as number seven. So uh, it, it's interesting. I don't know if the 
the projections for the WNBA draft is, are, are as refined as maybe <laughs> the ones you get for the NFL draft, which is also soon. So I don't know. But uh, do they draft? everyone potentially whether or not or did do people declare their intent how does that work mr sports guy it is it's the it is the same as the nba uh for the most part anyway and for uh, those of us who don't know how the nba works it you have to declare oh okay well i mean if you're a senior uh, or if all of all of your eligibility is gone uh then you know you're you're eligible to be drafted but if you're an under an underclassman uh, you have to declare that you're foregoing the rest of your uh, amateurism, I suppose. Like um, Tierra McCowan, who's uh, the other, the 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 second biggest star, I suppose, on Mississippi State's basketball team. Um, there was a lot of talk about her leaving Mississippi State after this, her junior season, and going into the WNBA draft. And um, there was probably potential for her to go into the draft this year. Uh, but she decided that she's going to stay for her senior season at Mississippi State, and that's probably a good decision. She'll uh, she'll be dominant. That was uh, what was so very very interesting with uh, the interview we had uh, two last week mm-hmm. with Passion Thomas, who played for two seasons with Pat Summit, or played for four seasons, but uh, they won two national championships, and she just talked about you know how the coach. Their number one thing was that they were students and they got their degrees. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is the, the you know, women's basketball is is evolving. The pro game is evolving and how they interact with one another is evolving. So um, the, the the women in the NBA, the stars, well, I would say the stars necessarily making more money than they were in the past. The stars have kind of always gotten paid to a certain extent in that league but the median salary is rising and so it is it is becoming more beneficial there's a there it is becoming uh well you you have more of a reason to go pro for a long time it was just a you know a fairly basic salary and so there's no incentive right exactly so but now it's becoming um it has become, I should say, uh, more of a thing that that is is worth doing, especially because if you can play there in the WNBA for you know eight, ten, twelve seasons, something like that, and um, you know really you know build up a nice nest egg, so to speak, and then you can go back to school if you want to, or you can do whatever you want to after that. Uh, but that's yeah, that's that's very interesting. The the decision uh, to go back to Mississippi State, she will have a monster year. Granted, she stays healthy, uh, which is the other part of that. It's probably the biggest decision that you have to make. If you know that you can play pro basketball right now, uh, but you can go back and have another year of school and improve your draft status, uh, grow and refine your game another year, and possibly improve your draft status enough that you can make yourself much more valuable on the front end of your career as opposed to building to value in the middle of your career. Uh, the, the, the flip side of that is, though, is if you get hurt, you can ruin all of that. And, uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hope she hope all of these uh, sports athletes have good and trusted and well-deserved advice. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, coming up uh, Saturday is the uh, the Susan G. Komen race for the cure that's going on in Jackson at uh, 7 a.m. Saturday at the Renaissance at Colony Park um, in Ridgeland. Uh, the race includes a 10K, which begins at 8 a.m., a 5K beginning at 8.30, and a kid's one-mile fun run beginning at 8.45. I like how the kids' race is always called a fun run. <laughs> this is implying that running a 5K as an adult is not fun. So I don't know. Is that the case or is that not the case? A 10K sounds like no fun to me personally. But that, I mean, what are, we, what are we talking about? Like running a marathon or something like Some that folks, or a triathlon? They, Those, they, no. get in their, they get in their groove. Uh, <laughs> and this Gulf Coast Classic that's April 21st, uh, I think that's the 40th annual. Wow. How about that? Very, very nice. So... Um, some uh, college baseball. Actually, uh, college baseball is going on minor league baseball. So if you haven't uh, been paying uh, super close attention to that, the Southern League, the Southern Professional Baseball League season has started. Uh, that includes the uh, the Mississippi Braves that play in Pearl and Rankin County and the Biloxi Shuckers on the coast. And, Biloxi uh, won last night. Yep. That's, that their season is underway. And uh, the Braves started with a little homestand there, and then they went uh, to, and we had uh, an interview about this a couple weeks ago, they went to Biloxi uh, to start Biloxi's uh, home season. So that's pretty interesting. So you got that going on, and the weather has been uh, pretty nice for baseball so far. But give it a minute, and uh, it won't be. I don't know, but we we have these we have this situation in Mississippi right now where uh, it's like frigid in the mornings and it's burning up by the afternoon. Who knows? Go home, Mississippi weather. You're drunk. All right, for Liz Gill, I'm Jay White. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. So the remedy, kids and teens, with Dr. Jimmy Stewart is next on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.